Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Pomp. Hey, Jonesy. What's happening, buddy? Uh, you know, same old. I have a question I'd like to ask you. Sure. Can you dream of having another dream? Meaning, I'm in a dream, I'm dreaming, and in the dream, I'm dreaming. Yeah. While listening to Selena dreaming of you. Wow. Just a fantastic song. It's so beautiful. That song is dreamy. <laughs> like, can you have a dream of listening to Selena while you're dreaming of listening to Wilson Phillips' dreams? Or these dreams. Or is that heart? That's heart. That's heart. These wow. dreams sounds lyrics, something of whatever they are. While I think about this, can you continue to sing these dreams, but like a foot off the microphone? So it's just like ambient in the background singing. <laughs> That's all you need to know is these dreams. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really, that's really where it's at. That's all it's at. Um, all right. Can you dream about... So I don't think you could dream and then have a dream within a dream, but you can have a dream where you wake up from sleeping inside the dream. That's my answer. So I don't think you could dream inside a dream, but you could have a dream where in it you wake up from sleeping. Which is funny because in a lot of movies they do that or TV shows they do that scene where it's a dream sequence and then the person wakes up and then they're like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And then something else happens. That's even more crazy. And And then they wake up up from that. So they were dreaming in a dream. That's true. But that's television and movies. I don't know if that's real life. Have you ever dreamed that you woke up but were still sleeping? Because that I think can happen. I don't know if I ever have. That'd be pretty crazy. My, do you have, you guys, when's the last time you had a nightmare? Oh, recently, real recently, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember it? Um, I don't remember everything about it, but I, I very vividly remember being shot in the dream and like I felt it. Like, like, I, like you know how like when you fire a big gun, like have you ever fired like a rifle or something like that? Yeah, when I tried to kill Eric back in 87. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like there's like a concussiveness that happens when you fire a big gun like that, and I felt that shock, like the like the surprise of it almost, and I, I it woke me up in a start, and for like thirty seconds I was like oh, like wow like I feel it like I th- it actually it was so felt- weird Terry was standing there with a shotgun <laughs> uh, while he was in bed, <laughs> not that time I haven't yeah. had a um, something like that startled me out of a sleep like that in a long time really I I had one. Um, pretty recently where I was being chased by Jason Voorhees. Really? Still having slasher uh, nightmares, huh? Yeah, and but it's funny because so in the in this nightmare, I'm I'm getting chased by Jason Voorhees and I keep narrowly escaping, but every time I narrowly escape, like for example, I'll be in like I'll be in like the woods and then I'll like I'll like jump down a ditch and I'll be in like the beach I'm like this makes no sense and then I like turn around and I'm like in midtown Manhattan oh well, that's dreams for you bud yeah like no consistency my my nightmares are not like like there's plot holes everywhere you know what I mean uh, but yeah I you know I a lot of chase 
sequences, they always end with me falling. Like I end up like dying on my own. Like I don't actually get killed by Jason Voorhees. I'm just <laughs> I like take one false step and I fall off a hill or something and die. But That's so you, terrible. So you always have that like sinking feeling and you wake up like as if you just hit the bed. You know what I mean? Like it feels like you actually just bounced off the no, bed. No, I don't know what you mean because I've literally never had that. The only um like in those I've had those types of dreams many times, but I always just I always wake up and then I, I look around and I'm like, oh wait, I'm, this isn't a different scene. I'm just I'm in my bed. Yeah. Oh, isn't that great when you wake up from like a dream like that and you're just like, oh, thank gosh. But for the first yeah, five that's seconds, the best feeling ever. You think the scene changed again, so yes. you're not like you're not because you're not with it yet. You know. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Whenever you wake up from a night, like if you ever wake up from a nightmare, you ever get that? It's like everything's fuzzy. Like you, your eyes are open. You're looking around the room, but just like it looks like static on the TV. You're like, what the hell's going I've on? I've had right that, now? and I've also had like so much sweat on my body that it was like in my eyes and like burning. Oh yeah, that happens too. We should have like a sleepover and just all try to make each other have nightmares. <laughs> but <laughs> what do you think? Like how, how can we make that happen? I'll now? just whisper creepy things in your ear while you're sleeping. I, I don't, don't know, know if that would work anymore. Nah, surefire, surefire. It's it's definitely eating Hawaiian Domino's pizza right before bed. Yes, lots of Hawaiian pizza. I've built up an immunity to that. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's actually uh Somewhat proven that if you want to have nightmares, eat a lot of sugar before you go to sleep. Eat anything like candy. before you go to sleep. Yeah, just have a bunch of candy. Um, what candy would would you think would be the best candy to induce nightmares? Rock candy. Rock candy. It's just pure. It's that's all it is. Is sugar. Just rock. Just snort fun dip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Pixies, oh, Pixie you're going sticks? on a fucking a freaking journey. That's one <laughs> curse. It. That's one curse for Eric. Dang, nabbit. So um, you're going on a, a crazy. I'm just saying. I was actually going to. I was just going to say Rolos, but you know, now that I think about it, Rolos. yeah. Well, here's the thing. One, Rolos get no love, and I just felt like shouting them out. I feel like that's a candy of royalty. Rolos, it is very sophisticated. I feel like you'd eat those, go to sleep, and like next thing you know, you're in Buckingham Palace, and you're like, yeah. Cheer <laughs> Cheer <laughs> cheerio. <laughs> Well, the problem with Rolos, though, if you really need to get like a fast intake of sugar, they get all stuck up in your teeth, so you can't eat them that fast. The problem with Rolos is they're terrible. No, don't you dare. Don't you dare, Eric. They're not terrible. They're so not good. I'm, I'm a little hurt right now. You know what's not good? Peanut chews. Yeah, I agree. I know a guy loves peanut <laughs> chews. I work with him. It just, I feel so bad because after he eats them, it like, takes like 15 minutes to get all the peanut chewiness out of his mouth. I want There's you, like a 15 minute lag after the peanut chew is done where he's still, I wanna go still to working on it. I want to go to an open stand up comedy uh, night and I want you to get on stage and open your set with. I know a guy who loves peanut chews. That's it. I, I need you to just cold open with that. Cold open. I want to see a crowd reaction. No, I think I would say, I don't think I would say I know a guy who, I think I would just say, here's the thing with peanut chews that <laughs> drives me crazy. Oh, you guys want to try stand up? I would love to try that. Jones, say something funny. Go. Does it have to be about peanut chews? <laughs> I don't know. Just, you, just walk, you just walked on set. All right. I'm, I'm right. On, wait, I'm, wait, wait, wait. Let me set this. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. It's open mic night. You have a three-minute set. Uh, there's like 14 people in the crowd, uh, and you're like the last person of the night, so it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and everyone just exhausted and wants to go home. So but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce you onto the stage. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm backstage. I'm ready to go. All right. So, uh, yeah. So uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out tonight. Uh, we got one more act for you. We got uh, from uh, Limbrook, New York. We got uh, Mike Jonas. Mike uh, Jonas. Uh, yeah. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Hey, so there. 
Thanks for the thanks for the stand up ovation. <laughs> stand up ovation. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, I knew this lady who used to really enjoy peanut chews. Uh, her name was Grandma, and uh, she used to uh, not be able to chew them unless she had her dentures in. So uh, she used to also put them in the freezer, and they'd be super hard. And I don't know how she would ever eat them. No punchlines. None. It would break her teeth. Totally bombing right now. It would would break her teeth. It would would be so hard. You were tanking, my friend. And then then she would yell over to me and be like, Jonesy, they're hard. They're terrible. And I'd be like, Grandma, why are you eating them like that? Uh, uh, Good times. Um, You guys have been great. Yeah. (laughs) That's my act. That's my time. Thanks, guys. Tippy bartender. Maybe maybe I shouldn't do stand up. No, never. That was horrible. You know what though? It takes a lot of guts to get up there and try it. So you did good, kiddo. Yeah. For your first try, everybody bombs their first set. So oh yeah, everybody bombs their hundred. So yeah, I'm gonna say it though. Our friend Blank. Yeah, um, Blank. Bang. We, we didn't. We never knew this that he actually did some stand up, and he sent us a video, which we're not allowed to show anybody, but. We watched it and I actually laughed. It was like a pretty good set. Yeah, our friend Blankman is a legitimate stand-up comedian or former. Like p- the crowd laughed. Like he had good, really good jokes that he dropped. Yeah, that's amazing. What well, we should all do this, except for Jones. We should all go do stand-up <laughs> comedy. Uh, but you can with, come. No, you can yeah. come. You could be like. No, I think Jones would be amazing. Me too. Me too. Um, Did you guys know that there's a guy that we went to high school with that does stand-up like? Really, really does stand up. Plug him, plug him. Dude. Yeah, he's, the uh, Anthony Venezia. He's our old, uh, old friend from Limburg High School. Yeah, he's he, actually uh, like legit. I've seen him a couple of times. He is damn funny. He uh, he actually he told a joke one time that like was for me only. Like, and the whole room laughed. It was funny, but it was extra funny to me because it was something that like hit close to home. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he does like all like stuff around New York City. The last time I saw him, he opened for Caroline Ray and David Tell. Like he's that's pretty great. He's making a name. That's awesome. Well, we're gonna surpass him soon. He could open for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. We're gonna skip the opening for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're gonna go straight to the headlining. <laughs> Just headline straight. So, funny enough, normally I start the show by asking one of you guys a question, and and Jonesy, um, you know, started today, uh, which was we just did kind of impromptu, but I actually had an opening question for you guys. Before that, and I still want to ask you, is that okay? I'm always down for a question. It's a, it's not thought-provoking, or maybe it is. What happened to Taylor Swift? Did she, like, is she not a musician anymore? She is. Um, yeah, I guess you hit that point of fame, and you kind of just take a break with all the money you made. She, everyone had their, their, their fill of Tay-Tay, and they're like, all right. Yeah. Maybe take a step back a second. Well, I feel like, isn't she on some kind of major world tour right now? I don't think so. I I haven't heard about Tay-Tay in at least... I mean, her last album went like 10 times platinum, so like she still got it. 10 times? I'm making that up, but it definitely went multiple platinum. That's a lot of platinums. Which in this day and age is like a major feat, because nobody buys albums anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. People, you know what though? We say nobody buys albums. So there's a ton of people out there who still buy iTunes albums. Why? When you could just pay for Spotify, like because they person. don't know. They don't know that the that because could, they don't know. Think about it. Would your mother and father know about streaming music if you weren't there to guide them in that direction? My dad still listens to Neil Diamond on eight tracks. So no, no. 
like my mother has Spotify now, but she would have never knew it existed unless I got the family plan and made her an account, made her a country music playlist and showed her how to use it. That's true. So, I mean, there's a lot of people in the world who may not have a technologically advanced child or nobody to show them something like that. They buy albums. They think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, that's how my parents, like we got them for Christmas, the new Google uh, Chrome music. So like, you know how you have the Chromecast for TV, they Mm -hmm. make one for music. And that's how they listen to all their Norwegian death metal. (laughs) (laughs) There are certain um, products and services that we have today that are just so insanely like economical and amazing. Spotify, I have the family plan. It's fourteen ninety nine a month. So for fifteen dollars a month, like five different people yep. could listen to literally any song ever, whenever you want, with no commercials ever. It's incredible. Just think about that. You could just be like, just pick a song, hit the button, it's on, and you're listening to it in your car. It's the best computer, wherever. Fifteen bucks a month. That is a freaking steal. And for someone who used to pirate music, yeah. I love paying that through Spotify because now I don't have to spend time organizing albums on my iTunes and trans- and syncing them to my iPhone. Oh yeah, it's all just there on an app. And whether I'm on a computer, my uh, like a Fire Stick, like whatever it may be, the Spotify app is always linked, and my shit's always there. And it's two perfect. curses. Dang it! Ooh. Two curses for Eric tonight. But yeah, no, it's it's the best. It's same thing how I feel with Netflix and everyone. I I pay extra for the 4K. Oh, me too. Yeah, but it's two bucks. I mean, T-Mobile pays it for me, but I oh by the way, quick side note, um, I've been a Verizon guy for a long time. I was my whole life until uh, this past summer. I think I'm going to make the switch to T-Mobile. I've never been ha- more happy with a cell phone service than I than I am since I've made the switch to T-Mobile, dude. So I I commute on the train to the city every day, right? There's a good chunk of that commute. So say it's an hour long commute. There's a good 15 minutes of that hour where I have actually no cell phone service I, it says i have service i don't know if you know what i mean like it says five bars yeah the old verizon lie yeah it's five bars but i verizon. can't e- i can't even send a text message let alone yep. like go, like go on twitter or watch a video no way i i can't even i can't even play a song on spotify like for 15 minutes i'm like verizon's supposed to be like the premium service it stinks well they want you I'm, to think that but. i'm going to t-mobile that's it I'm it's doing it. cheaper and better, they pay for your Netflix, and it's just, it's totally incredible. And their CEO is on Twitter. And he's a cool he's guy. Awesome, yeah. And every Tuesday, they have T-Mobile Tuesdays where you get free stuff. I heard you get free Taco Bell. I get a free taco every, every week. This is like the easiest, easiest decision of my life right now. Um, I have uh, like snow hats. Would you like to tell everyone that that was the chair that made that noise in the background? Do you oh, think was, they that, heard that? was that noticeable? I don't know. It's like, Meow. it was definitely me leaning back on the chair. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a little uh, Earl. <laughs> 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 but uh, T-Mobile Tuesdays, yeah, you get like free stuff. So like one, every Tuesday, it's you get like a free. Um, so this past week, it was Alita Battle Angel. You got free tickets if you wanted to really? go see it. Oh, um, yeah. So I got to do concert tickets, half price. You want to go see a show? Boom. It's like a buy one, get one or a half price tickets. But then they give you actual things. So like one week, it'll be socks. One week, it'll be a water bottle. All you do is pop into the store, show them the app, and then boom, you get a free thing. Can we do a promo like that for DFD? Could it be like, I don't know, Thursday for dessert? And it'll Thursday? Be <laughs> Thursday for dessert. And it'll just be like every Thursday we do some sort of giveaway on, on, on the gram. On Instagram. Yes. I would love to do something like that. Thursday for dessert. Can you make a song for Thursday for dessert? I could do it right now. 
Do it. Mm, ah, uh, 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 Thursday for dessert. Uh, uh, we're going to give away some stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you should have uh, just stuck with Thursdays for dessert. dessert. <laughs> should we do Tuesday for dessert now that I think about Tuesday? it? Tuesday? Tuesday? <laughs> what sounds better? Say tu- Can you do the same thing but say Tuesday for dessert? I mean, I mean, Sunday would be like the ideal one because it's an actual dessert name. Oh, you're so much smarter than me. That's really good. <laughs> Sunday, like S U N D A E for dessert. He's silent. Sunday for dessert. We're gonna do stuff because it's Sunday. <laughs> Sun. This is. This oh, I'm so getting bad. way into this. I love it. I love he it. was actually shimmying. Yeah. See, that. I wish sometimes that we that this was an, like a video podcast so Me you could too. see jo- Jonesy's dance moves right there were pretty damn good. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> awesome. So Taylor Swift, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where all the wow. tangent. <laughs> I got. Uh, she is one of the people that drives me crazy that her music's not on Spotify. That's crazy. I don't know why. No, it is now. It is. is? It really? Oh yeah, she that that's over with. I already made a full on Tay Tay playlist. You have a Tay Tay playlist? Oh, one hundred percent. Who is? It's called "Are You Ready for It," is which it? is a song that she wrote. Ah, I see what you did there. Can I follow that playlist? I could share it with you. Absolutely. Awesome. Is, is there an it's artist, all her bangers? <laughs> is there an artist on Spotify that's not on Spotify that drives you nuts that they're not on Spotify? <laughs> okay, Rockwell. Rockwell, my favorite artist of the late eighteen. 18- late 18 late 1980s Pablo loves the renaissance yeah i love the renaissance um rockwell only has somebody's watching me but he has so many other great hits that you can't find on spotify like obscene phone call yeah man i wish they were there but those are on my itunes so i still keep a couple of those synced oh there you go smart move that band Tool doesn't have any of their music up there. Really? That, but that, that's not a make or break for me. So yeah. yeah, it's not make or break for me either. But at the same time, like every once in a while, I'm like, I'd it's like not like they're Rockwell. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Rockwell here. And then you throw Tool into the conversation. That's yeah. a crazy. Um, okay. Quick subject change. I want to throw a congratulations to our good friend and longtime listener, Derek. Uh, Derek and his wife, Allison, uh, just gave birth to a baby boy named Oliver. Hooray! Mazel, mazel. Good things. Um, welcome to fatherhood, my friend. Um, hopefully, you can use the podcast and you know, put some AirPods in, listen to the podcast, and drown out the screaming newborn uh, cries. Sounds like a terrific idea. Yeah. Dude, another subject change. My son was such a jerk last night. <laughs> <laughs> All night long. I'm talking like from like midnight to 5 a.m., he was trying out for a death metal band in his crib. Oh, just did he screaming. make it? He, if he didn't get it, it's crazy because he didn't even lose his voice at all after five hours of straight screaming. He went five hours of screaming. Straight screaming. Straight screaming. I went in. I, Can I, you I, ask him to stop? I did. I did. I was like, dude, man, like, I'll buy you whatever you want. Just stop. <laughs> The kid cannot be bribed. You got to so. record them and send them to my parents so they can uh, figure out whether they like the death metal vocals or not. Yeah. We should. Oh, my God. Can we take his screams? Yes. And sample them and oh, make yeah. a death metal song for DFD? One million percent. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That's going to be his very first hardcore song. <laughs> oh, man. So good. So good. It'll probably sound better than some <laughs> like New York <laughs> hardcore bands. All right. Okay. So we are up to the feedback loop. Feet, feet, feet for feedback loop. 
Wow. We're, we're <laughs> professionals. All right. So into the feedback loop. We only have two pieces of feedback this week, which means that we're near perfect human beings. <laughs> and we have the best podcast on the planet. And there goes all our feedback for next yeah, week. Yeah. So thanks. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Well, this is the first week, by the way. This is the first episode where I'm not in the doghouse with anyone. Ah, yeah, it's been a while. There's This is a, a weird, awkward moment where literally no one's mad at me from whatever I did on the show last uh, week. I'm kind of mad at you. Really? I could probably throw something in the feedback. <sighs> what did I do? You uh, you deleted something I wrote in the notes for the show this week and put your own thing in. Oh, <laughs> uh, See, Eric, what had happened was... This is a true story. So we have we have a section um, called "This Week I Learned" that uh, is is you know we write in our in our notes, and in there I saw one of the "This Week I Learned" and I thought I wrote it, and I forgot. I, like I swear it was like the Mandela effect. I swear to God, I thought I wrote it, and I was like, uh, I think I have a better one," and I deleted it and added a new one. Turns out it was Eric's one. So my bad. So there you go. I'm still in the doghouse. I had to keep it going, my man. Keep the streak alive. All right. So both pieces of feedback are from our uh, good friend and longtime listener, Charlie. Uh, First is, uh, we must have said this on the show, the last episode, something about being partially narcoleptic. I think I said it because it's true. (laughs) Uh, I got to just explain why I really am like partially narcoleptic. Eric, remember that summer where I lived at your house? Sure do. So there was a time where I, I lived at Eric's in Eric's house off and on for for a summer, and we would always like come home from like doing whatever, and like like before, and I like crashed in his room. I'd be like, oh, let's watch a movie. It'd be like eight p.m. on like a Tuesday. We put on a movie. It'd be like, let's watch Lost. It was Boys. always Lost Boys. It was always, let's watch Lost Boys. <laughs> we started at like eight oh five. By eight oh eight, I was. Passed out snoring. They're like, what is, and it's like, it's crazy, like how um, how hyper I am as a human normally, and then I'm just sleeping. There's no in between. Full throttle. That was, that was a good summer. So, so anyway, partial narcoleptic. I said on the air, and Charlie said that would be a great band name. It would. So if we start a band, we're going to be called. So your son's metal band. Yeah, my son's metal band is called Partial Narcoleptic. Um, and their first awesome. song is going to be Full Throttle. Full Throttle. <laughs> Um, so last week I asked you, Eric, a question and the question, the thought provoker was if you could, if you could have money, power, fame, everything you ever wanted, all you had to do was kill an innocent person. Would you do it? And you like quickly just instantly were like, absolutely like, and I still feel exactly the same way. Yeah. So Charlie is pretty convinced now that one of the three of us, or maybe all three of us, are the Long Island serial killer. Well, Charlie needs to mind his business. He really does need to mind his business. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> all joking aside, though, when when uh, the Ocean Parkway killer was was active, killing uh, you know. Uh, people on the Ocean Parkway, hence the name of <laughs> Parkway. Kill- I really, I painted myself in a corner there. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself. When that was going on, when it was active um, and he was dumping bodies on the Ocean Parkway, uh, me and Eric used to drive down the Ocean Parkway all the time. Yeah, that was that like point. our cruise spot. So like- that like, you could le- theoretically put us as suspects, just yeah. saying, but... We, I'm pretty sure we we spotted this guy numerous times. We would always see like suspicious vehicles on like the side of the road, and like 
situations happening and like at the time we were just like la 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 like singing songs or like being stupid or like working on like lyrics for the band and like belting out the top of our lungs and looking back like if i had like a, a camera set up on my dashboard we probably yeah. would have caught for actual, sure actual like I rem- footage i remember specifically one time we were driving because it was so odd there was a guy it was like a like a 1991 Toyota Corolla type car, like that type of old school car. And it was on the side of the road, no hazard lights on. It was pitch black. The Ocean Parkway, for those who've never driven down, it has zero lights. It's just dark. Which makes it incredible. Yeah. And we see this car parked on the side of the road, and the he's outside and his trunk's open. And... I remember it so vividly because I made the joke. He's probably dumping a body, (laughs) which we made every. We always made that same Same joke. joke. And turns out someone was really dumping bodies there, so that we could have seen it. Yeah. So maybe we should call the police and tell them that they should look for a Toyota Corolla. We were always driving it at midnight, which was like the prime time to dump a body. It was. It was, and it was always on like a Tuesday. Yeah, a Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Not uh, dinner for Sunday. Sunday for dessert. (laughs) (laughs) So that was it for our feedback loop. Dinner for Sunday. Dinner for... (laughs) Shut up. Leave me alone. Sunday dinner. (laughs) We're having meatballs. (laughs) We should do for like Columbus Day, to celebrate Columbus Day, we should alter our logo instead of the cheeseburger at the top, just the meatball. I I love it. What do you think? We could do it. I I would think maybe even like just spaghetti. Like, swir- like swirled like, up. Like a spaghetti cone yeah. with a meatball on with top? With a meatball on top as the cherry. Oh, my God. You're so much smarter than me tonight. No, it's a, dude, it's a group effort. Thank you for saying that. That's what, oh, that's what the, the talent always says to make the other people yeah, feel better. Like, the tug of war doesn't win with just the little guy in the front. You need the big guy in the back in the loop anchoring. You are the... You <laughs> know what I mean? Oh, my God. Imagine how bad the show would be if it was just me. <laughs> I think it would be awesome if it, it was would, just you. It would have been an hour of like, oh, we man. have the three stages of a solid tug of war team. We do. We do. Like I'm, Pomp is the front guy. Yeah, you're Jones the Jones is the middle guy, and I put the loop over my body, you're and no anchor. one's pulling it, man. We would never lose tug of war, ever. <laughs> no. Three-man tugs, we're, we're <laughs> killing it. First of all, three-man tugs <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> That's something that happens at a sleepaway camp. That's something that happens to Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots. <laughs> oh, man. That's the most well-timed joke we've ever done. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because that's actually in, our, in the news section later. Nice. Um, okay. So now we're up to ask us anything. We got lots of questions tonight. So we're going to go rapid fire. You right? got questions. We got answers. Ask us anything. Doom <laughs> doom. <laughs> okay. All right. So. This one will be for Mike Jones. What, and this is from our friend Rich. What is your favorite concert that you've ever been to? Uh, it's going to be either the most recent Bronx concert in uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, or it was, let's see, uh, I saw this band Ghost at the King's Theater in Brooklyn. I love the way you say ghost. 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 Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> uh, that's good. So the Bronx is a great band. And I love the fact that the Bronx also has another band called Mariachi El Bronx, which is them. I actually like Mariachi El Bronx better than regular Bronx. It's amazing. A lot of people do, yeah. They actually have a third band. They're called Pounded by the Surf, and it's a surf rock band. Oh, my. Like Dick Dale style? Wow. Really? And you could, if you were very lucky, see all three in one night. That's really That's a night. Good for them. All right. uh, Eric, this one's for you. It's also from Rich. 
Uh, what is what are your top five Bruce Springsteen songs? <laughs> I don't even know five. Bruce this Springsteen friggin' songs. guy. All right, so forever he just can't come to grips with the fact that I hate Bruce Springsteen. Okay, hate him. I think the guy yeah. sucks. Yeah, but I always I always poop on him. I'm gonna actually try and give Dorney an answer tonight. Now look at you. Okay, does that mean you're like growing up? You're like I'm you're trying, growing? man. I'm making strides. That's it. You know, <laughs> today right. you, tomorrow me. I'm not going to be able to give these in number order. I'm just going to try and give you five songs that I don't want to shoot myself in the face in when I hear them. Okay. okay? Let's do it. Brilliant Disguise. Never heard it. But I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um, Secret Garden, the Jerry Maguire remix. I like that one. <laughs> That's the, if you, there's a version, the version that it's you're talking about. It's a song. The version you're, when you say the Jerry Maguire remix is because they have like the quotes like you complete They me. sprinkle in quotes from Jerry Maguire. You can't go wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> I um, think after the episode's over, we should all sit in here in the dark yeah. and just listen to what, uh, friends Secret listen Garden. to Secret Garden, Jerry Maguire remix in the dark. <laughs> of course they do. That's uh, how you become best friends. It's uh, also what we'll play at our sleepover to induce yes. nightmares either way. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and the obligatory Cuba Gooding Jr. Of course. Jerry Maguire reference. Of course. Of course. He always show, he always comes back. Cuba he, Gooding. That's it. He's the Rockwell of the of the reboot. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, all right, so I'm on fire. That's the best song I've ever written. Um, that's probably my favorite from him. So there's a song that I've loved from a country artist my whole life called "Tougher Than the Rest." And about three weeks ago, I found out it was a Bruce Springsteen cover. Interesting. I always thought it was just Chris Ledoux's original song. I listened to Bruce's version. It sucks. Ugh. But the Chris Ledoux version is good. So I'm going to throw that in there just because I like a cover of it. Well, you know the song, Blinded by the Light. That's a Bruce Springsteen song too. And he wrote it and it's revved up like a deuce. Yeah. Right? The same year that he released it, the other band, what's the other band? Man, man, Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. Covered it. And then saying the version that we all know where it sounds like revved up like a douche. And that one went, became the hit. It's funny how that works. Same year. Like they covered it in the same year that it was released. Now, I may be wrong, but did Bruce Springsteen write Because the Night? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but I don't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No? Yeah, he did. No, I thought it was the girl, Pat, whatever. He Patty. wrote it for Patty Smith. He wrote it for Patty Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got covered. I by like her version, but I love Natalie Merchant's version. Natalie Merchant is 10,000 Maniacs. Yes. Is the, that's the best version. Yeah. So those are my five. Can I because ask the night. Can I ask you something <laughs> about Springsteen? Is great. It, does he, do you hate him like in a vacuum? Like if like Born to Run comes on and there's like no connotation about like anything that's ever happened to you in your life. Is that a bad song? Uh, no. It's just like it reminds you of like assholes from somewhere. Oh, totally. Like a big part of it is who he reminds me of, but also anytime he opens his mouth to speak, I want to punch my own face. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I just don't like I don't like the song Born to Run. I Glory Days is kind of corny, but I love I love his slower I love I'm on fire. You would Brilliant Disguise would probably you'd probably like it too cuz Yeah, I like that stuff. You definitely have heard it too. I'll show it to you when the show's over since we can't play it anymore. I know. We can't play music. It's so Dang annoying. it. I'm also, so I'm also reserving judgment because I also really can't stand Bruce Springsteen. But there's a couple of songs that in a vacuum, I'm like, these would be great if it didn't remind me of like a, a, a garbage bar in 1997. Yep. Yeah. We all know what we're referring to. 
Yeah. Okay. So we've got three questions from Mike Arnone this week. Oh man. Which is great. I actually I, I I texted him like right before we went on the air to get these ones. Okay, so first one. Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> not not far away from Vana. Pretty close to it. Like nir- is it Nirvana? Nirvana. Have I been saying it wrong this whole time? Have you always life? said Nirvana? Nirvana? I think so. I don't remember. No way. You no haven't no said it like way that, have you ever said that. I'm having a Mandela effect again. That's my second one tonight. Okay. Nir- Nirvana <laughs> or Pearl Jam? Who had a better MTV Unplugged? Oh, wow. Um, man. Jeremy Spurkin. I think out of those two, I'd have to say I like Pearl Jam's better. Nirvana's was good. I appreciate Pearl Jam more, but I think Alice in Chains had the best one of oh, all time. You, oh, you stole my answer wow. like that, and I don't oh. even think that's a question. Like none of them touched that. That's that's fair. That's fair. I think Nirvana's is more. I will say, what's the word? Legendary at this point. It was like an. It was like a big moment. The Nirvana one, but I think Pearl Jam was awesome. Um, Alice in Chains was amazing. All three were good. How about that? They were. All three. Alice in Chains, though. Lane Staley. Uh, oh, my God. That was unreal. Okay. So these ones are faster. If we evolved from monkeys. Actually, this one is for you, Jones. Why don't okay. you take this one? Me? You haven't taken one yet. Oh, okay. If we evolved from monkeys. Want me to read it to you? Yeah. Read it to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pomp. If we evolved from monkeys, then why are there still monkeys? That's a great question, Mike Arnone. Um, so evolution is from like mutations, right? So- you know, I have I have my own genes, whatever. I have a kid. When the, that kid is born, their genes can mutate. And that kid can go with a new mutation, right? I could have another kid that the genes mutate a different way. Doesn't mean that, like, one has to go extinct, right? So that it could just split off into different branches. And that's how evolution works. And, and this is why I wanted you to take this question. Yeah. So evolution, it's think about it as gene mutations they split off into different branches the only reason why you know it's not that when you evolve from one thing the other thing has to go extinct the other thing sometimes goes extinct because the mutation helps you adapt to the changing environment for example giraffes this is uh, is my favorite one right giraffes they don't have long necks because like um they like stretched them out to like reach food at the top what happened was People, you know, giraffes who had longer necks were able to grab the higher up food, so they were less likely to starve to death. So the short neck giraffes, there was they, they, a lot of them starved, so they didn't make babies. So when two long neck giraffes make a baby, that baby is more likely to have an extra long neck, and eventually the short neck giraffes die out because they can't reach the food and the long neck ones. And honestly, what chick out there wants a short, short neck giraffe? Don't want no short neck giraffe. Um, I can't tell you how different my answer to that question would have been. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that. All right. So uh, the next one is for (laughs) this one's for you, Jones. Are eyebrows considered facial hair? Yeah, they're on your face. I totally disagree. Also, it's the delineation mark on whether or not you have a soul. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Fish have no eyebrows, therefore they have no soul. That's a good point. You know, I want to just throw this out there. Um, it's not facial hair. I don't think your forehead is your part of your face. I think that's part of your head. I think face starts, like eyebrows 
but like below the eyebrows is where your face starts. Well, that that's a totally different question then. Yeah, well, so face like I don't know. I feel like they're the eyebrows are like the border between head and face. So ergo, they're not facial hair; they're head hair. Well, they're just eyebrows. They have no. They're just in their own category. Yeah, I like, think I'd agree with that. Yeah, here's here's how I would answer this. Uh, go find ten people and tell them, uh, okay, draw me a face. They're gonna draw you eyebrows. Damn. The man's got a point. I hate when he's right. He really bothers me. He just me. hit a home run. Oh, God, Jesus. Okay, so you might be right, but when I think of facial hair, it's like from like your sideburns down, you know? Like is nose hair facial hair? Like if you have not inside your nostrils? Depends on uh, how gross it is. Colorado gross. Yeah, no one will get that reference, but that was our uh, middle school. Everyone had a middle school band teacher with hair shooting out of his nose. Yeah, everyone had that. Ours happened to be Colorado. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right. So this one is from uh, my brother Tom. Uh, He's got two good ones actually. So the first one is: if you died and found out that life was just one big game, right? It was just like a video game. Uh, what lifetime stats would you want to know about yourself? So, you know, like after you die in a game, like it shows you like how many kills you had, how many points you got, how many coins you got or whatever. Like what lifetime stats would you want to see at the end of your video game run? Am I forced to see them all (laughs) or I get to choose? You can see whatever you want. It's like a scrolling list that you just scroll through. What would you like to search for? Like what would be like the first couple of things you'd want to see? Oh, man. You want me to go first while you wait? While you yeah, thinking? you have one. Well, my first one. I want to know how many taco, how many Taco Bell dinners I've had. Like what I was gonna say was how many cheesy gordita crunches I've consumed. Yeah, or how many Mexican pizzas I've I've I have had to put down at least four thousand. You're a Mexican Pete guy. That's right. I love Mexican pizzas, man. They're so good. Yeah, they should make them like sixteen inches, so like like the size oh, of like a regular pizza. I'd buy a house pie. I'd Imagine buy a, house like a Mexican, a Mexican pie. pizza yeah. house pie. You could have it for a party. Like anybody want a hot slice? You should be able to go in there and get it on a silver tray, and they just bring it to the table. Yeah. Anybody want to? You know, we'll we'll go halvesies on a on a hot pie. <laughs> 16, 16, ounces. sixteen ounces. Sixteen ounces. Sixteen inches of awesome. <laughs> I can't even finish. That'd be a hell of. Oh yeah, Jones. Would you come to my house party if I had uh, like a house pie version of a Mexican pizza? Yeah. It's not even. I wouldn't even have to think about that very hard. Or no, not at all. <laughs> so amazing i'm calling taco bell headquarters <laughs> i think i should work for them i'm just throwing this out there i'd be their best product guy ever you should head their marketing department oh my god i'd crush it the <sighs> stat the number one stat that i want to know about about my life is how many times that i walk into a record store and didn't buy anything that's an odd one that is an odd one but that's that's why we love you also how many alphabets how many I alphabets eat. Um, how, how many alphabets I ate in comparison to how many ever existed? What's the alphabets of soup called? Uh, well, the, like the letters, like the yeah. Campbell soup vegetables. Yeah. Does it have a name? Uh, alpha, alphabet soup. It's alphabet, alphabet soup. soup. Yeah. So alphabets is the cereal. Alphabet yeah. soup. Yeah. It would be cool to see them side by side. How much? Which one you had more oh, of? Alphabets is I don't even have to question that. I uh, see, way more alphabets. See, for me, it's alphabet soup. See, there you go. That's why it's a good stat. Huh. How about what letters you consumed the most? When that's eating, a great question, right? Like, I feel like you got a lot of X's for some reason. You just seem like a guy that ate a lot of X. Alphabets. I ate a lot of Q's followed by U's because I was very, very attentive. <laughs> 
I don't know what that means. I think it's P's and Q's would have been. No, no, you got to have a U after the letter Q. There's no, there's no other words that start like just Q and then some other letter. That's true. That is true. You're always thinking. He's a smart guy, that Jonas. He is. He really is. Mike Jonas. I'm just smart at bad things. <laughs> All right. So Tom has another question for you, and it's specific for you, Jonesy. Why is your name Mike Jones? Because we... Um, because when I was born in the hospital, that's what they gave me as my name. <laughs> to like, <laughs> I don't know how else. How else did you guys get names? Did you pick them out one yeah. day? For the record, uh, Mike Jones is his one first name. It's just one like, yeah. straight name, just Mike Jones. Yeah, it's not like, your last name. We don't it's give his last name. name. Yeah, <laughs> like when I come over to your house and then your daughter says hi to me, she goes, "Hi, Uncle Mike Jones." <laughs> yeah, it says, "Hi, Uncle Eric." Hi, Uncle Mike Jones. <laughs> Which I think is the most adorable. It's the thing best. Ever. Uh, so good. Now, actually, I'll answer that very quickly. In in reality, uh, I worked at a guitar store. I used to wear a do rag because I thought it was funny, and somebody thought that I was the white Mike Jones, like the rapper. And I, then they, that name stuck forever. It's funny because I get the white Rick Ross, Eric Ross. Oh my! Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay, I got some good questions for you guys. I got more questions. New ones? In. Yeah, I got more coming in. Are these literally like... They're coming in uh, like hot off the press. Coming in clear. <laughs> coming in, am I coming in clear? <laughs> I said I'm coming in clear. <clears throat> All right, so we have... Okay, a few of them. You ready? Which is the better show, Breaking Bad or The Wire? The Wire. I never saw The Wire, so I'm going Breaking Bad. I'm going to say... I've only watched one season of The Wire, so Okay, I so you bet. both are completely dead to me. Ah, <laughs> Congrats. Well, I started watching season two of The Wire, and it was at a boat dock, and I don't know. I got confused. Who sent that question? Uh, Derek. <laughs> I, I want to know his answer. I'm curious. Well, do I have to? Uh, don't make me text while I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> While so we're lazy. showing? Yeah, I, I have ADD, Eric. I don't know if I could do now that. Now, listen, don't, don't mistake my quick response for The Wire as me not enjoying Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is one of the best shows I've ever watched front to back. I just think The Wire was so ahead of its time perfect and spot on that I have to go with it. Do you think that The Wire, I don't know much about it. Like I watched like one episode and I don't remember it very well. Do you think that there was like a time and a place for that or is that just like you can watch that anytime? Nope, still holds up. I rewatched it last year. I watched it for the first time like six months ago, the first season. But you only watched the first season. I know, but the first season was amazing. Yeah, and you stopped like a giant jerk. Because I, I don't know, other stuff came on. No, I don't want to hear it. I'm feeling really bad about myself right now. <laughs> I feel like there's my self esteem is rock bottom right now, Eric. It's okay. easily fixed, my man. That's it. I got another question for you. All right. Actually, it's for Jones because me and you don't listen to either of these bands. <laughs> Better band, the Rolling Stones or the Who? The Rolling Stones. Oh yeah, I would have zero. Um, I mean, huh, crap. I wouldn't even know how to answer that. Yeah, I like the Rolling Stones, I think. I guess because I like Wild Horses, I would and go. And Painted Black is and a great And Painted song. Black. So those two alone. Can you do the intro guitar riff of Painted Black like mouth, with mouth guitar? No, it's not my. Uh, it's not your bag? It's not my tuning. Can you do it? That's pretty good. That's impressive. Uh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. I got. I, I also might have to clarify by saying the Who might have the better single song. But Which one? I don't know. There probably is one. <laughs> but, Pin, Pinball but, Riley or something? Yes, Pinball Riley. Pinball that's, that's, Riley. That's the one. That was my nickname in high school. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, and last question. For, we have a lot from Derek. Uh, 
Right now, would you guys rather get famous as musicians or with the podcast? That's like a, that's an excellent question. It really is. It's a tough one. All right, so <clears throat> the the pod the podcast is great. If I could be famous, uh, just literally sitting down and having conversation, zero like no lifting. You don't have to carry <laughs> no, equipment. No sleeping in like different places and like no practicing. Yeah, no pra- <laughs> like there's just. It's just it's easy and it's fun and I enjoy talking and like learning things from you guys and that's that end. Then there's the other end of me that loved nothing more than getting on stage in a different city every night and singing to uh, different groups uh, like seas of people and like signing autographs for them like that's kind of great. Yeah. So what's your answer? I don't know. How about you Gen Z? I don't know. I would say that if the podcast involved the same kind of travel as playing in a band did, the podcast would win hands down. We could always, yeah, we could always take the show on the road, like, make it, like this, video podcast. Like if this show ever went on the road, which I think would be the coolest thing ever, but if, the, if this show ever went on the road, this would be the greatest thing ever. Could we do a live show? One hundred percent. Well, I mean, people do it all the time. Other podcasts do it like to pull the curtain back. Like this show isn't like edited or anything like we do this all in real time. Like it's one take. Yeah. Like th- this show doesn't st- we don't hit like the stop and pause button and edit things out like no, this is this is it we do for the feedback loop thing. We have to do that. That's the only yeah, but thing. even then we, do, we don't have to it's even then I would I would have that <clears throat> on my phone and just play it through a mic if we were to do the show live and That's we would true. never even hit the stop button. That's true. Um, yeah, I can't answer that one. I really can't. I, I, I love both very, very much. Yeah, these are li- that's literally my two loves in life. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a great. It's a really, phenomenal good, that's a really question. good question. Okay. All right. So oh, you're not getting an answer. So yeah, we can't. Derek, <laughs> man, that's a hard I one. Just can't. Uh, all right. So the next segment is recommendations. And we haven't done recommendations in a while. So I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go first. Okay, go for it. Okay. So my recommendation, I have two. The first one is a movie that, uh, thank you for hacking my fire stick Shh. so I could watch it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, FBI. Um, but if anyone does need that done, <laughs> yo, 20 bucks, bro. I'm good at it, yo. Yeah. So <laughs> you crushed it because this is the best. Well, actually, I have three recommendations. First one, <laughs> first recommendation is have Eric hack a fire stick for you. <laughs> because I got like every movie and TV show ever, and it streams so fast. The it's cinema so easy. app, right? It, the cinema yeah, app it's, is it's amazing. It's the best. It's the best. So I, um, I watched just on a whim at like two in the morning. I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is the animated movie about Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man. Oh, my God, do I love that movie. I watched it again already. I've watched it twice already. It's so friggin' good. So here's where I'm going to chime in with my recommendation, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, because the movie is fan friggin' tastic. Dare I say it, the best Spider-Man movie of all time. I would agree. Yeah, it is that good. It's so you don't unique. It's almost so so good, and you get so caught up in it that it's not a cartoon anymore. It does not feel like a cartoon at all, and it's a cool style of animation. Yeah, it's, it's so not good. like the kind of rounded edged cartoon that you are used to. Do you? Do, am I making sense? Yeah, it's like it 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 feels so. It takes place in um in New York City, in Brooklyn, and Queens, and um it feels I don't know how to describe it, but the animation 
feels like graffiti. Okay, yeah. Perfect. Is that a weird thing, way no, to describe that's it? Perfect. It feels like a graffiti artist made the animation. And it to me, it made it a ton better. Oh, it was just so, so good. good. So positive and just like so perfect. So I'm damn actually good. bummed at myself that I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah, oh, like I great. really wish I would have. I saw and the theater, it was awesome. So I just randomly um was uh listening to a podcast a couple days ago and Jake Johnson, the actor slash comedian Jake Johnson was on it. And Jake Johnson, I didn't realize, is the voice of Peter Parker. And I was like, as I'm listening, I'm like, that guy sounds like the guy that played Peter Parker. And so I went to look at the cast and on the, IMDb. And War Spider-Man. Don't you? Yeah, don't, don't. Oh, yeah. okay. That's Sorry. my point of my story. So as I'm looking at the cast, I found an, an amazing, <laughs> I got so excited right there. <laughs> I found an amazing little <laughs> nugget of awesomeness, which is Nick Cage is, is in... Uh, Spider-Man as noir Spider-Man, like yep. a black and white 1930s detective and it's Spider-Man. Awesome. Oh, so good. Anyway, so that's my that's my second recommendation. So number one, have Eric Hack <laughs> a fire stick for you. Number two, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. My third is a song. And it stinks that we can't play music on the show oh, anymore. Because we know. could just play it, but I can't. So I'm gonna have to ask you guys to go and listen to it on your own. It is by a band called Beast in Black. And the song is called Sweet True Lies. It's, it's incredible. It is amazing. It's basically, the best way I could describe it, it's if early Bon Jovi, like runaway Bon Jovi, went deeper over time down the metal path, but stayed catchy as all hell. Yep. So it's like an early Bon Jovi song with all the catchiness of Bon Jovi, but with like serious metal playing oh, in the background. It's, it's so good. And the video is good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, all right, so those are those are mine. Those are mine. That was quality. Uh, my recommendation for the week is Spider Man into the Spider Apple Pencil for the iPad <laughs> slash Autodesk Spence book. I think you had a typo in your, in your note. <laughs> it was. I didn't want to be left out too too much. Did you see it yet or no? I saw it in the theater. It was great. Oh, you saw it in the theater. You're yeah. a jerk. Yeah, and it was great. Like the same way, like you kind of got the visual aspect of like Doctor Strange. Like, did you guys see that in the theater? Yeah. Like. How like like off? I mean, I, I'm going to use the word in the truest sense. It was awesome. Like it, I was in awe of the, what was out on the screen. It was really really cool. Ah, jealous. Such a good movie. I'm very jealous. Uh, so I have an Apple Pencil for my iPad, and I love it. It, it runs about a hundred bucks. Uh, you can doodle all kinds of things. It responds very very well to all the things that you want to do. But the other thing that I want to mention is that. This company called Autodesk has this program called Sketchbook. Now, forever, that was like a, like a subscription-based Photoshop type of deal where it was like you'd pay like a lot of money to have this great drawing uh, design program. And like two months ago, out of the blue, they were just like, you know what? We're going to do away with that. It's free now. There's a subscription for certain features to be unlocked, but otherwise, the whole program's free. It works so well with the Apple Pencil. I can't wait to download it when I go home. It's so, so cool. And what I, th- I think I'm going to do, I think uh, every week on Instagram, I'm going to post a, a drawing that I do with that app. You should. By the way, I'm a little bit upset with you because last episode, you talked a big game about all the stuff you could do on Instagram. <laughs> You've literally done zero on Instagram. I, Our listeners deserve better than that, Jonesy. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, oh, 
I will. <laughs> don't, we have it all recorded. Remember, <laughs> we were a podcast. I can go back and play you the videotape. <laughs> I mean, audio tape. You know what I mean? I hate myself. <laughs> that wasn't me saying that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was somebody else. But I would love your art to hit Instagram because you showed us a couple pictures and they were pretty fantastic. Yeah, you're pretty awesome at that, man. Thank you. You're yeah. like the most talented dude I know. No, that can't be right. Yeah. No, you're pretty honestly, good. Yeah, you are. I can't think of one person more talented. You're the all most around. talented dude I know. Yeah. Besides me and Eric, you're the most talented person I know. <laughs> Besides me, Eric, and like everyone else that I, I know, um, you're pretty talented. No, you really are the most. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Uh, 100%. You are officially the most talented person I know. Wow. That's a big praise. Me too. Yeah. Don't let it go to your head, jerk. Eric, say something mean about him. You stupid idiot. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. All is right in the world again. Okay. So we are now up to the in the news segment. Wong. Wong. Wong, wong, wong. <laughs> All right. Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, was arrested on charges of soliciting prostitution. Dude was getting a rub and tug, man. He was getting, what did we call it before? A three hand, three band. Uh, Damn it, we forgot it already. A Yankee cranky. That's what I <laughs> Yankee cranky. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about this is that not only was he at a, um, a rub and tug. I, I believe you would call those rubbery t- and tuggeries. Oh, rubbery tuggeries. <laughs> that's the fancy name for them. <laughs> rubbery t- oh, in England. That's what they call it in Manchester. <laughs> they put their, their pinky up, as I say. <laughs> oh, rubbery and tuggery. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Robert Kraft, why it's much more than a, just a rub and tug charge, it it's a big ring of like sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah, no, so I this know. this is can like a felony. I was just making a joke. Now you're making me feel bad. Well, like, I, I you know. You should kind of feel bad. Um, I turn everything into a joke. That's how I cope. <laughs> That's how I cope. It's a defense mechanism. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Um, so, yeah. So he's on like, he's got like serious charges against yeah, him. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a crappy situation. Like when you actually read into the story, I actually feel terrible for these girls. Yeah, it's, it is awful. Uh, what's crazy though is like think about the highs and lows of that guy's like two weeks. He won the Super Bowl and then now he's arrested on felony charges of sex trafficking. I mean, well, he was there the morning of the what the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible. He's blowing up some steam, you know. It's a high pressure day. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so that happened. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> also, a really important news story. My country apple body wash ran out no. this morning. Oh, guys, I'm so how close did you, to being done with How mine. did you not prep by ordering more on Amazon? I made a mistake, Eric. Hurry up and do it. I, how am I going to bathe tomorrow? I have no more country Overnight apple. Overnight it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Eric bought me country apple body wash for Christmas. Yeah. It is now March. and I'm hell, of a, hell of a run. It was a good run, man. It was a good run. I smelt like delicious country apples for the last three months. Are you going to go back to stupid bars? So no, I'm not going to be zestfully clean anymore. Oh, Christ. Anyway, I'm almost done with my warm vanilla sugar. Get on Amazon and order more. I know. Well, see, I I need a list of different ones to try. All of them. (laughs) I guess except Japanese cherry blossom. That's a bad one. The regular cherry blossom is banging. The Japanese one, not so much. Is that so good? It's got soy sauce. And any of the ones that have gingerbread in the title. Gingerbread like sounds like it's going to be awesome, and then it it doesn't work out that way. All right, uh, have you guys heard about the Momo challenge? Uh, we were talking about this at work today. The Aquaman guy? 
There's no, like a that's a Momoa. <laughs> there's like an old electrician like just venting about it. It was incredible. Yeah, the Momo challenge is this thing. It's horrible actually, um, where uh, uh, purportedly people are taking little kid videos like Peppa Pig or like PJ Masks or like Baby Shark, and in the middle of like a long episode, they're splicing in this super creepy doll-like creature called Momo who tells you in a creepy childlike voice to like kill yourself or hurt your parents or like turn the gas on on the stove and like make like tries to convince him to do like horrible stuff like little kids on like three year and the problem is like my daughter's three she watches youtube all day long on on her ipad like youtube kids and so it like everyone was freaking out and it went viral and went viral and everyone's like oh my god watch out for the momo challenge turns out it's not even real it's a hoax it actually didn't happen. Amazing. It didn't happen. Are you serious? It did not happen. There's no evidence that there's ever been any video like this with this person spliced into the middle of a baby shark. If, if there is, it's probably people making them now to go along yeah. with the hoax. But it all started as like one of those things where like someone said that it was happening and then all like mom Facebook groups just like blasted it and shared it. But like, watch out watch out what it's the same as like the the facebook posts where it's like um you know if you walk out of a store and you see a a red thing in your windshield wipers it means somebody targeted your car and they're gonna follow you home and report it to the police immediately it's like those stupid things that everyone shares that never happened to anyone yeah like that if if someone flashes their headlights when we were younger in like the 80s and 90s like if someone flashed their headlights on you uh, if someone's driving without their headlights and you flashed your headlights at them They'll follow you home and, and kill, kill you. you. Yeah. yeah, which is funny that that got around without social media back in the day. Yet every parent knew it. Yeah, it was like chain letters. I guess people were just like, <laughs> I'm just gonna mail a letter Snail to all them. my friends. <laughs> I'm just gonna just like get some stamps out, you know, get my tongue ready and just start <laughs> licking stamps. And just I'm gonna mail everybody. Just tell them to watch out for the for the headlight flashers. Can we uh, remember that that segment that we had a little while ago where it was we talked about things we hate. Yeah. Can we bring in chain letters? Because I friggin' hate those. Oh, things. the worst. Oh, they're the worst. I haven't Such seen one in like 30 years, mind you, but I still hate them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never get over it. I'm going to start sending you guys letters. Is that weird? Like letters, like paper letters with stamps. To, I won't even open my mailbox. <laughs> I'm just going to put white residue on it and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Uh, what? I don't know. For some reason, I would just wanted to say that we should start a band called Manthrax. Is that weird? There's no reason. There's no joke. There's no context. I just want to name our band Manthrax. What do you think about that, Jones? What kind of music will we play? Obviously, death metal or do think, polka. Do you, think, do you think the Anthrax band would, would have yeah, a problem with Scott that? Scott Ian would have a terrible problem with that. Manthrax? He th- I think he would love it. We could open for him. <laughs> just saying. One night only. <laughs> One night only. We are Manthrax. <laughs> anyway. Jones is actually like upset with me right now. He's like, that's not funny. It's like has no, there's no context. It's just pointless thing that you said on the, on the air. Sorry, Jones. Um, you guys want to hear about Florida? Always. I love Florida. No episode would be complete without a good Florida story. So a mayor in a Florida town opened fire on a SWAT team who was called to his house uh, to uh, uh, serve a search warrant on his house because they think he was into like, ex- like doing all crazy shady stuff. I love and it. And he just shot and shoot at the SWAT team. I love it. Florida. Keep, God keep bless Florida. Keeping it classy. Unreal. Since, since uh, 1642. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was Steve Irwin's birthday last week. Yep. 
and rest in peace and peace yeah rip in peace man and Peter decided that was the day they were going to take shots at Steve Ar- at Steve Irwin yeah. like Peter Peter's um, the worst things I hate Peter yeah the actual worst so wait wait Steve Irwin the, no I like Peter bread but Peter yes. P-E-T-A is the worst Steve Irwin the computer guy or Steve Irwin the crocodile hunter the crocodile, crocodile hunter. hunter okay okay so Peter decides to take shots at him saying like um, he was you know he was bad for animals and he, he endangered them and he took them out of their habitats, whatever. Like they chose the man's birthday where everyone's celebrating him to, to poop on him. So people on the internet were in like an uproar. And one of the best responses I ever saw was a guy responded to PETA by saying, Steve Irwin didn't have a kill rate over 80%. You do. He didn't donate 70K to a convicted arsonist. You did. And he wasn't in bed with the eco-terrorist networks. Again, you. His passion was animal conservation. Yours is profit. So take your self-righteous BS and shove it. I was like, yes, random internet man. Wow, that was good. So that was only one of the, I'm not even lying when I say millions of tweets and social media posts just Essen all over PETA. I love it. And I loved every second of it. Like celebrities were in on it. Like everyone teamed up. Like that's one dude you don't mess with. Steve Irwin. Yeah, you don't mess with Steve Irwin. And that's his daughter's cool. adorable. She, yeah. Oh, you've never seen her? No. She won uh, Dancing with the Stars last year. Yeah. I don't watch the show, but I watch the highlights on YouTube. Nice. Which may be even worse. <laughs> a little bit. We'll, we'll uh, it, she's we'll adorable. Nice. She's adorable. Good for her. You know who's a good dude is uh, Steve Irwin's uncle. Irwin I Irwin. <laughs> you know what the I stands for, right? See, I can't make fun of that joke because I said Manthrax, so <laughs> at this point, it's fair game. The I stands for Irwin. <laughs> I was going to say Ian. Irwin. Irwin I Irwin. Irwin. I love it. Because I no longer pronounce the name Ian as Ian. It's always Ian. Ian Eagle. Ian Zeering. I like that. Oh, more news. Sad news. Everyone, oh, yeah. Sad face. Sad face. Luke Perry from uh, Beverly Hills 90210 fame. And currently Riverdale fame. And I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, the movie. The movie. Uh, he had a stroke. I know. Very sad. He's recovering now. Hopefully he has a I full recovery. I hope he makes a full recovery. Probably not going to. Because I watched the first two seasons of Riverdale and he was awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a you, want a, you want a little blast from the past? The Archie's parents in Riverdale. One is him. The yeah. other is Molly Ringwald. Wow. So that's, that's pretty serious, like that's TV fantastic. show parents. Yeah. And I'm also looking this up right here. Uh, did you know that Luke Perry's uncle is also <laughs> Perry Perry? <laughs> Perry Perry. I'm sorry. I'm ruining this show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that I love our- that he actually picked his phone up to make that joke. So for a second, me and you were like, focused we were like on oh, him. man, he's got really, f- he has facts in his, in his phone <laughs> right now. This is what I was looking at, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Total a black screen. A black screen. Oh man, I suck. Oh crap! I love the fact that you you pretended with by picking up your phone when we're an audio podcast. No one could see you anyway. <laughs> That's the best part. It sold us, and I guess it's all that matters. <laughs> That's true. Oh man, so we're at the hour, but here's the thing: we got feedback that you know we skipped our episode last week. Um, it was our mandatory week off, where it's part of uh, podcast union rules. Yes, that we need to take at least one week off every three months. So we did it last week, and so we got feedback like, hey, dudes, you guys gypped us a week, um, so you better make this episode long. So we got to go long on this episode. All right. So you ready to marathon it? I love it. Nice. All right, because we have lots of this week I learns. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You want to go first? 
I mean, you deleted the one I put in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I have another one in here, which isn't as good. <laughs> so I, should I should I write, read your edit? <laughs> yeah, I, d- I edited his this week. I learned so I'm such a bad friend. What right now. I wrote was rapper Chino XL is a Mensa member and so is porn star Asia Carrera. When I looked at the notes today, it said mediocre rapper Chino XL. <laughs> I wanted it to make it abundantly clear that Chino XL is, is, a, is a mediocre at best rapper from like the 1990s. Very unknown. Not by a lot of people know him. No one. He was a, a, like a, a lower level bad boy. Yeah. On Puffy's label. What was his, his big song? Uh, no one knows. Uh, we, after this, we have like five songs we need to listen to after we finish <laughs> this recording. And it's going to be Chino XL. Any song because we don't know any of them. Bruce Springsteen. Um, <laughs> Near and Farvana. Um, it's going to be a good time. What do you think about Chino XL? <laughs> I don't even know who you guys yeah, talk see, about. See, most people see, don't even no, know no, who he is. But he's smart. He's a member of Mensa. So is Asia, is Asia Carrera related to Tia Carrera? No, but people think that because everyone's racist. Because they're both Asian? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, that's messed up. Um, okay, so I learned, you know the term paint the town red? Like, hey, fellas, you want to paint the town red tonight? Because that's how people. Oh, talk. Now, now that you said it that way, I know it. Oh, you, you didn't get it when I just said it. I had to add the "Hey fellas" to the beginning of it because that really sold it. Um, the phrase "paint the town red" came from one legendary night of drunken debauchery in 1837. The Marquis of Waterford, a known lush and mischief maker, led a group of friends on a night of drinking through the English town of Melton Mowbray. Now that's a town name right there. <laughs> Uh, the bender culminated in vandalism after Waterford and his peeps knocked over flower pots, pulled knockers off of doors, and broke the windows of some of the town's buildings. To top it all off, the mob literally painted a toll gate, the doors of several houses, and a swan statue with red paint. They literally painted the town red. Um, so the Marquis and his crew, they later compensated the town for the damages, but their drunken escapade is the reason that Painted Town Red became slang for a wild night out. That's it. That guy had such a crazy wild night of debauchery that people still talk about it hundreds of years later. I kind of want to like, anytime I have to write where I'm from, I want to write Melton Mowbray now. Yeah, Melton Mowbray. Melton Mowbray. Mowbray. It kind of sounds like you're saying Milton Bradley while having a stroke. I'm having a Melton Mowbray. <laughs> Melton Mowbray is definitely a, a doctor. He's definitely like a psychiatrist. I feel I feel like that should be one of your aliases. <laughs> Mike Jones, a.k.a. the producer. Melton Mowbray. So I also learned the origin of the term buttering someone up. So, you know, I'll just butter him up, you know. I assumed it was somebody getting stuck in a tight spot. And you're trying to grease him out? Yeah. Yeah, it, that is not the case, my okay. friend. See, this is why I love this show. So we know to butter someone up is to flatter them, right? So back in ancient India, it was a custom that you would throw balls of butter at statues of gods to, to seek their favor. So it would be like Shiva Shiva would be have a statue, and you would just throw balls of butter at it to I make it like you. I love hearing about ridiculous religious tradition that's a good one. Oh my god it makes no sense imagine if you got like 
your wires crossed one day and like you just go into like the Catholic church and you just start heaving freaking land of lakes at the, tr- at the, at the cross. Or if you're in like Arkansas, it's country crock. <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you still get the same like favor from God? If you throw like margarine at it, you know, I hope so. I'm just saying we got to figure out oh, the rules. So this. incredible. But anyway, that's what it means to butter someone up. How about you, Jerns? You learn anything? Jerns. How about you, Jerns? How about you, Jerns? I learned. After uh, saying Melton Mowbray, I'm off the rails now. <laughs> I learned uh, two big things. Um, number one, I learned that uh, the rapper Tupac Shakur. You know, you know him. <laughs> I, I've heard of him. A little he's, more, little more known than Chino XL. Yeah, he's, slightly more famous than Chino XL. <laughs> he was in talks with George Lucas for a role in Star Wars Episode One. Whoa! The role was later taken by Samuel L. Jackson. So Tupac would have been Mace Windu oh, in those early episode movies. That would have been incredible. And the prequels all, would have been tolerable. I would have like. There's no chance that that he wouldn't have survived all of the movies. Yeah, that would be so. I'm bad. not believing that anyone's taking down Tupac as Mace Windu. No, no. Also, uh, except for maybe Biggie. He uh, he didn't. <laughs> contrary to popular belief, he didn't uh, not get the role because of his death, but more because he had a meeting with George Lucas's uncle, Lucas Lucas. <laughs> Who <laughs> was hanging out with Perry Perry and Irwin I. Irwin. And uh, that's how he got he lost the role to Samuel L. Jackson. You know, your bad joke has morphed into a good joke. Yeah. I have to say. I and hate I, that he could lure us in so much. And we're so gullible. I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, lean yeah. into it. Like, I'm waiting. See, with bated breath. We got to find out the origin for that for next week. Bated breath. I mean, you might as well write it because if I do, you're just going to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. See, and I'm like one double name joke away from not being funny anymore. All right, so I have one more that I learned this week. Let's hear it. If you guys would like to hear it. Yes, please. This one's a little risque. Oh, no. The G-Spot was originally going to be called the Whipple Tickle. The Whipple Tickle. After its discoverer, Dr. Beverly Whipple. But she wanted it named after Dr. Ernst Grafenberg, who was the first to suggest the presence of some kind of sensitive area. Hmm. So it's called the Grafenberg spot. Yes. It's the least sexy word I've ever heard. That's why they changed it to the G spot. Imagine like you're having like, like you're, you know, you're French kissing, (laughs) you're you're necking with your lady friend and you're like, Hey, I'm about to find your Grafenberg. (laughs) Just saying. What do you think Jones? Please direct me to your Grafenberg spot. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. The whipple tickle. The whipple tickle. (laughs) Well, if we ever have to rename the podcast, <laughs> we have a name now. All, well, I, that, all I want to do is that Rick and Morty character. Yeah. Show me your Gravenberg spot. <laughs> <laughs> Pop, have you ever watched Rick and Morty? No, but I heard it's great. You Now that you have a, a fantastic running fire stick where you could watch anything. I should watch this. You should, and you'll laugh a lot. I'm down. See, I love Rick and Morty. Ter- my fiance, Terry, hates it. Whoa. Hates it. Whoa! Eats it. Don't you dare! There are some shows that are are um, hit or miss in comedy, like Tim and Eric. I feel like is one of those shows. It's either you love it or you hate it. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, I, I really like Tim and Eric, but I also you have to get what they're doing. If you don't get what they're doing, it's dumb. Yeah, these are good. This week I learns. Yeah, definitely. I feel like smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I feel it. But I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> uh, all right, so that was a good show. I'm feeling good. You feeling good? I, I feel real good. Um, my Grafenberg is tingling. <laughs> my Grafenberg is tingling. 
<sighs> Throw some butter at it. Uh, whipple tickle. Throw some butter at that whip, whipple tickle. <laughs> <laughs> Show me your whipple tickle. <laughs> oh, bad. Can you do... Oh, I have an idea for production piece. Yeah. Can you do the scene from Jerry Maguire with the Show Me the Money, your boy Cuba? And instead of show me the money, it's show me the whipple tickle. <laughs> show me the whipple tickle. I could do that. I could do that. Or show me your Graffenberg. <laughs> I actually, this is so funny you talking about that because I had never seen Jerry Maguire until like two nights ago. Whoa. Really? Did you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a good movie. It's good. It was on at work. Like we have like the big TV at work. I would watch it at work. It's great. It's legitimately a good movie. It's like the last time I've liked Tom Cruise. I, w- I got into an argument the other day. I, I th- honestly think that Tom Cruise only has one legitimately good movie. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's super, super crazy. I could name three right now. Top Gun. Days of Thunder. Top Gun 2, still gunning. Days of Thunder 2, still gunning. Yeah. <laughs> Days still Thunder, and I meant. T- <laughs> Top Thunder. <laughs> Did forecast. I don't know. What Cock Thunder. <laughs> the crossover. Uh, does that count as a curse? No way. It's a ch- male chicken. You're fine. It's a rooster. The only good movie I think that Tom Cruise is in. <laughs> is totally just ignored us. Oh, yeah. Jones is like, I need to get this back on the rails. Continue, Jones. A Few Good Men. Oh, I think that's the only really? good one. Really? Yeah. I don't like that movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do you like A Few Good Men too? Still Goodman? <laughs> Still Cuba Gooden? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good Tom Cruise movies. Come on. Risky Business. Yeah, I think the last oh, right. one for me, though. Risky Business 2, Chlamydia. Uh, <laughs> the last one for me was Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jones liked my joke. Eric didn't like it. I got I Also, I, I will admit there's a lot of Tom Cruise movies I've never seen. Okay. What do, you, what do you think? What's your favorite Tom Cruise movie? My favorite? Oh, Christ. I know uh, how much you like Days of Thunder, but... I do. I love... Cold trickle. That's, that's my <laughs> that's movie, man. Name. It's my goddamn movie. Um, best Tom Cruise movie. Whew. I mean, Top Gun has the most homoerotic volleyball scene. So yeah, that it's just right off and the, the soundtrack away. is it's got Berlin. Take my breath away by Berlin. Yeah. I I kind of want to go back and make that my wedding song. And if I'm not a sucker, every Tom Goose sings uh, Unchained Melody. Oh, that's good. I got that Kenny Loggins stuff. He doesn't sing Unchained Melody. <laughs> we, I was like, wait a second. Lost that love and feeling. Yeah, you lost yeah. that love and feeling. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So it's been a great show. Tom Cruise's best role, though, was in Tropic Thunder. Oh, oh. Fight me. Fight me if you disagree. Oh, I do not disagree. I thought you were dodging the question. That's why I was wrapping it up. Oh, man. That's a great point. Tropic Thunder, Tom Cruise as um, less less Grossman. Less Grossman. Yeah, that's a good one. It's fantastic. Uh, I still want to go on the record and say that it's pronounced Nirvana. <laughs> All right. Well, you you know the drill. You guys, uh, we appreciate you so much. Follow us on Instagram. Like, comment, send questions. Even if we don't ask you for questions, just send the questions. Yeah, please. Like, Inf- they'll make the show. And if you guys want to do fan art, <laughs> I don't know, just send it to us and we'll put it up on Instagram. <laughs> Oh weird? my god! If somebody out there draws a portrait of the three of us, I'll put it on a, sh- a hoodie and wear it. You no, really will do that? You I will one hundred percent. I promise. I will do that. There, that's a, that's a good deal. There is a large contingent of the show that has never met me and don't don't know what I look. That's like. That's why I want them to draw you. I <laughs> I would love to see what people what think they I look think like. you look like. 
Oh like, my god, this would be awesome. That'd I will get awesome. it screen printed at the store right in Island Park on a hoodie and I will wear it proudly. Oh, so good. But I won't write anything. It's just going to be the picture. We really need DFD fan art like yeah. big time. Let's make this happen. I love that idea that was never discussed before right at this it, moment, but I, I need it in my life. <laughs> you guys witnessed serendipity right there. Please send us pictures. Word. Um, I guess you can follow us on Twitter, but you know, we don't tweet. It's, it's rare. It's rare. Um, our good friend and sometimes guest host, Alison Arnone, went viral on Twitter yesterday. Did she? Yeah, it was pretty funny, actually. So I don't go on Twitter, so I wouldn't even know. So someone tweeted. It was like a, a, news, a news headline tweet that just said, Gap and Old Navy are, are splitting, right? Because Gap and Old Navy are the same company, right? Um, and her, she replied to the, she like retweeted with a comment and she just said, tell baby gap. It's not their fault. <laughs> Which oh, is really that's funny. fantastic. Uh, right? That's funny. And, uh, it went super viral. And I think we should screenshot how viral it went and put it on Instagram. Well, you have to Instagram. do that. Cause I don't even know if I know my Twitter password. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, bro, it's a lost social media platform. It really is. So is Facebook. So is Snapchat. I think they're all dying. It's all about the gram, man. That's it. No, I think social media in general is going to die. That's my that's my wild prediction. I'm okay if we go back to postcards, like writing jokes to each other and then taking like a four days to get a joke response. Yes, I I want to go back to AOL Instant Messenger just away. Oh, messages. me too. Me too. We were so good at away messages. The best. That was like our first foray into uh, comedy. Allison Arnone was pretty good. She always had the Sex in the City uh, quotes on her. She did. It's, it's the messenger. I still remember Allison Arnone's quotes. It was one was you can't swing a Fendi bag. Yes. Without hitting a jerk. At or least something. four jerk or something. Yeah. A certain amount of jerks. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was jerks and Fendi <laughs> and bags. Fendi bags. And Robert Kraft. It was just a whole thing. <laughs> when, you guys, when you guys would take your away messenger down, would your instant messenger just go bananas? Yeah. Sometimes that was the point. That's the, that's the that showed point. how cool you were. It's a popularity contest, Jones. If you took your away message down and there was nothing, congrats, yeah. you're the dork. Yeah, <laughs> like I would take my message down, and I, like I would always have to have like another person in the room with me, and I'd be like, "Watch this guy," and I would turn it off, and it'd be like, "Bing, bing, yeah. bing," and right there, you're literally proving what I just said. You used it as a, a stat, like a cool status. Like you were showing somebody how cool you were by how much love you got on your away message. I'm just going to throw this out there. I think I just came up with like a new, like a startup idea. I think we need to make like a new version of an instant messenger type social media platform. It'd be perfect. I don't know how to do it or what, like what but it you would always do. have to have the checkbox that hides the, the message screens. Well, it's just basically like, cause a lot of people, if you think about it, my favorite form of social media right now is group chat. Yes. Like, uh, that's social media. I don't care what anyone says because, yeah. like, if you have like four or five or six whatever friends in a group chat and you're all joking around all day, we live in one all day, and yeah. it's like the best, the best that's, thing. That entertains me a thousand times more than like Instagram or oh, Twitter. One hundred percent. So, could we find a way to make like group chat like more like how AOL Instant Messenger was, where it was m- even more social because you were interacting with like a larger audience? You know what I mean? Like an away message, like everyone saw it. Like all your friends saw it, you know what I mean? We're onto something, I think. What do you think? Maybe we're not. <laughs> no. As I'm, I said, that Eric had like a very long, like fifteen <laughs> second yawn. I couldn't. So stop. it really hurt my uh, like my eye closed. I couldn't see you. It was <laughs> yeah. so weird. You did kind of go Popeye on me for a second. Anyway. 
and you didn't break eye contact once the whole time. I got awkward because <laughs> I, I saw it happening in my peripheral. In my peripheral, I just see Eric freaking Popeye yawning. So the face Eric made was this is so stupid. This could just work. <laughs> this might just work. Anyway, we're bringing in some messenger back. So brace, brace yourselves. Yeah, what are we going to call it? Uh, I mean, d- didn't AOL just give it up? Like, couldn't we just call it AOL and Messenger? <laughs> Holy crap, we probably could. We probably could. Brought to you by Friendster. Yes, in MySpace, in Lava Life. I made up that last one. <laughs> Prodigy. Prodigy, copy serve. All right. This is now, now we just, at this point. We're just saying things. Yeah, just rambling. This is like the no, you hang up first moment. <laughs> no, you hang up first. We should have ended the show like 10 minutes ago. We're still going. It's all right, though. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, so, uh, send us artwork. Fan art. <laughs> send us fan art. Um, ask us questions. Ask us questions. Review us on iTunes, please. Yeah, no one's listening to us. Like, uh, every time we say it, like, you know, review us on iTunes. Get nothing. Although I'm not gonna lie, I haven't checked since the last time, so I don't know if anyone has. I checked. Okay, it's we, we got to clarify that plenty of people are listening to us. They're just not doing what we tell them to do. <laughs> please yeah. do it. Please, please, please. Um, just review us. Do it right now. Yeah. Like you're listening to us. I promise you, the next three minutes of the show are gonna suck. So just. Shut it off now and go review us on iTunes. Yeah, but seriously, we do love you all and we appreciate the stuffing out of you. Yes, we really do appreciate you. So uh, on that note, bye. Peace.